It's the True Achievements Podcast Super Shooter Special, and I've been practicing that. It's <laughs> not easy to say. <laughs> Firstly, apologies for missing a show last week. Uh, Dave was very selfishly enjoying a family holiday in the sun. How was your trip, Dave? Very nice, thank you. Lovely area, yeah. Portugal. Portugal, favourite of mine too. Um, and of course, I'm also joined by our very own UHH star, Jack. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing, Jack? Doing well, thank you. Excellent. Uh, so it sounds like we're all quite refreshed, and that's good because we have a veritable bucket load of massive games to talk about today. So it could be a bit of a longer show than usual. Uh, I can already hear the cheers in the background. <laughs> so I announced that news. Um, I wanted to start, obviously we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Um, I wanted to start with my highlight of the week. In fact, probably my highlight, I'm going to say, of the year so far, which is quite a statement on the 4th of November. It's Titanfall 2. So I played Titanfall 1 briefly, uh, most of the campaign, which wasn't really a campaign, and a little bit of the multiplayer, which of course is where the majority of the fun was to be had, according to everybody else, uh, but I only played it a little bit. So um, I came into this as a bit of a noob, and uh, given the response to the beta on TA uh, was pretty awful, if you remember back that, that far, I wasn't really expecting too much from this. So by my Twitter was going a little bit nuts. I hadn't pre-ordered it, but within like two or three days, the response on Twitter to the Titanfall campaign was was massively positive. I think that's an understatement, really. Lots of people getting very excited about it, and I'm a sucker for that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, so rather than or even rather than even order it and get it um, the next day, I foolishly just bought it digitally, even though it's. <laughs> 55 pounds um, just because I had a few hours spare I knew I had to, my wife was going out so I had a couple of hours spare and I was just oh I'm going to get it I'm going to get it so um, I bought it digitally which of course means you have to download it and it's a reasonably hefty I think it's 42 gig mm-hmm. Jack will know uh, he has install sizes tattooed onto his arm <laughs> 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 um, so obviously that takes a bit of bit of time but the good thing about it is it's got the um ready to play uh thing that a lot of games have but this is actually done really well on titanfall so after about 50 percent of the install it becomes ready to play and there's a sort of very brief introductory tutorial thing where you're just walking around getting told some stuff and then it gives you the training level uh which is a relatively short um training level there are 15 static enemies scattered throughout the um the level and they they remain in the same place every time and it's got quite a bit of verticality to it so there's quite a lot of like stairs and um there's a bit where you have to slide under a door um so i'd come at this after spending a week playing gears so i was like trundling along <laughs> uh, walking around the floor shooting people making sure i didn't miss using my shotgun and I was like getting to the end of the level at about a minute and a half. So I was like, all right, that's okay. And then I noticed there's an achievement uh, for beating uh, a particular time. So there's like a scoreboard on the on the wall outside the, the training level. And um, it's got or, like all the other recruits' times. This isn't an online leaderboard. It's just a um, just a made-up leaderboard of other, I guess, other recruits or, or graduates from the, from the Titanfall school. Um, and there's a there's an achievement for beating one of them. It's called the student. And when I looked at the target time for it, it was fifty six and a half seconds. Now I was, as I say, I was averaging around one and a one and a half minutes, maybe one minute twenty if I had a really good run. So then I saw that there was an achievement for for topping the leaderboard, which is called uh, becomes the master. So it's like the student dot 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 becomes the master. The two different achievements. And I looked at the the target time for that, and it was 33 seconds. And I'm like, if I'm just about doing 1 minute 20 um, on one of my best runs, how on earth is it possible to even get close to 33 seconds? So fortunately, there's a website I've found uh, (laughs) where people can post guides to uh, achievements. It's quite handy. And um, fortunately, uh, Maka had posted a video guide, and there are various other video guides on there as well of how to get this the, the two achievements, including the, the super-duper fast one. And the key to this is barely touching the floor at all. So for some reason, which is 
everyone that's played Titanfall 1 will remember except for me. Uh, if you're wall running, you move around twice as fast as you do as, as if you're running on the floor. Now, this isn't isn't explained why this happens any, at any point in the game. I don't really understand why running on a wall would be twice as quick to running across the floor, but it is. Um, and that means that you can actually pretty much stay off the floor for the entire training level. Uh, you can bomb around, like jumping from wall to wall. You can't maintain position on the same wall, so you'll gradually slide down it um, if you keep running along it. So you have to jump across to the other wall to keep to keep the, the wall run going effectively. So you're bouncing around from wall to wall. Um, and as I say, you can pretty much stay off the floor completely for the entire level. And if you if you do it right, and if you shoot all 15 enemies uh, or use grenades, you can choose your loadout at the start, you can actually rattle through the level um, in, in 30 two-ish seconds i've seen some runs uh now they are perfect runs and if you miss any of the enemies you get a two second penalty so it's really important that you get all the enemies while you're going through um, but this demonstrated to me how to play the game and uh so i had another couple of goes but by then the game had installed so i didn't actually bother carrying on but i will definitely go back and try and get those two achievements because it it keeps you it, it trains you how to play the game when you go online um and it also shows what I think is the reason why I think this is probably the best shooter I've played in a long, long, long time. And that is the aim assist. Because if you're wall running around, your camera is tilted to an angle slightly. Um, and as I say, to keep the wall run going, you have to bounce from side to side. If you had no aim assist and you were trying to shoot enemies while you were doing this, you'd, you'd miss every time. It would be a nightmare. So... There's a relatively healthy amount of aim assist, um, which enables you to actually run around and, and, and shoot the enemies while you're while you're flying around the around the room. Um, but that aim assist makes you feel totally badass when you're playing the actual campaign. You can you can walk into a room full of enemies. Uh, you can dodge around. You can target each one to the next one relatively simply just by pressing the left trigger, and you'll move on to the next one. And the other useful thing about the aim assist is it seems to target about around about in the neck position. So as you fire your first shot and you get a little bit of recoil, the the target goes up a little bit. So you're almost instantly doing headshots straight off the bat, which means you can clear a room really quickly, and it's incredibly satisfying. Um, and, and I think that is the key, probably the key to why I've enjoyed the campaign so much so far. Dave, you've been playing this as well. Yeah. Do you? How did you get on with the training level? Have you? Um, did I you play much of Titanfall One? Let's go back to your history. Yeah, I completed it. Yeah. Okay, so you were aware that walking around the floor was not going to be enough to get you a thirty-second time. Yeah. So I was I was doing it. I, I did do like the wild run. I think I was getting about fifty. No, I was about a minute the first few times I did it, but yeah. I was missing some en some enemies because so some, some are quite hidden, aren't they? Yeah. And um, so yeah, I've, I haven't gone back and tried it again. I just did it the once, you know, because you have to do it, don't you? And then it says you can keep going, but it's very yeah. similar to on Modern Warfare. Yes. There was that. Is it was it called FMG or something like that? that training where you had to do the the car was it the cargo ship mock up in? The, so it's one of them, and you just got to keep practicing. I think I think you'd be able to do it. It's just. Yeah, I'm practicing. sure I would. It is a real a real practice makes perfect. Certainly, the student one is is definitely achievable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do. Do you know what I mean about the targeting though? It's like it really snaps in. Yeah, but I I do that with like Call of Duty because I always like the um, the left trigger to look down your sights. I always kind of snap that in and out. Yeah, you know, it just so feels it... like it's more generous in this game because of the. I'm guessing because of the amount of movement that you have to do to play the game properly. It just feels like they've made it a bit more generous. I mean, I've played, you know, I've played all the CODs and I've just never found, found one that's quite this. What difficulty? Well, apart from Modern Warfare 1, which is what I was about to say. So this, obviously, the, the guys that from Infinity Ward that made Modern Warfare, a lot of them went off and set up Respawn. And this just feels like the, the spiritual yeah. successor to that game. It really, it really, and I loved Modern Warfare 1. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And this feels like the best shooter I've played since then. One thing, one thing I have noticed is because uh, I started it on the hardest difficulty. Did you? Okay, yeah, that's interesting. And it's very similar to you know they've kind of watered down the veteran campaigns on mm -hmm. college. Yeah, they have. Yeah, um, and it seems like going back to the old days where like one or two shots and and you're dead. So yeah. you, you got to be a little bit careful. But the wall running things really helps because it helps you. It means they can't aim on you know get a lock on you as easy. Oh yeah, um, for sure. No, the park is sort of parkoury, isn't it? Just yeah, moving just, the way you can 
bomb around each room. Um, yeah, I'm playing it on normal, and um, it is relatively easy. I haven't died that much, but I, I'm not finding, you know, I'm not, I don't think it's, you know, objectionably easy. It's fantastically well-paced for me at the moment. Yeah. Um, and the other amazing thing about it is the weapons themselves. So because you're snapping into, I, I just, like, normally if I play a shooter, I'll, I'll, I will experiment with a few guns and I'll think, oh, I quite like this gun. I'll stick with this gun after a bit. And then you just get every ammo you get, you just stay with the same gun. Um, I must have used 15 different weapons in Titanfall <laughs> 2 so far. And almost every single one feels amazing. I don't, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's the aim assist or maybe it's, they, they all feel weighty. Yeah. They all feel deadly. They all feel easy to use. Like, And you can go from a fully automatic machine gun to a semi-automatic to... Like even a, a shotgun or a sniper rifle, one, all of them feel amazing. Like even picking up, you can pick up um, like laser weapons from the robot enemies. Even those feel good. Like I've never they played are, a game they are quite good. laser weapons that are any good. So that's brilliant. Like I, I find like if I'm if I'm running out of ammo, I just don't care. I'm just going to grab whatever gun I see, uh, and, and, I, and I love that. I think it's absolutely fantastic. So that that also helps. The other massive thing about the campaign is that it's incredibly varied. Like I've, I'm going to talk about Gears of War four in a minute, but the first level is like you're on your own, you're in a sort of jungle environment. I'm not going to spoil any of the story, but you, some of the missions you're you're with your Titan uh, BT, and some of them you're on your own, some of them you're with a squad. The environments are all completely different. Some of them you're just doing the parkoury stuff to get around. There's no enemies at all, but you've still got like quite a challenge to get across certain areas. And the guy, you know, it's completely every single ten-minute period is different to the previous ten-minute period, and I'm absolutely loving it. I'm about, I think I'm about two-thirds of the way through now. Um, I've just got to an enormous battle with titans everywhere, <laughs> and it's uh, it's just like even more intense and amazing. And uh, I, I words can't describe how much I'm enjoying this this campaign. It's absolutely fantastic. Have you? Uh... Jumped in the multiplayer yet? I haven't. No, I'm going to try and fin- because I've realised how much of a noob I am. I thought going straight into the multiplayer would be uh, would be foolish. So I'm going to finish the campaign. I'm going to familiarise myself with all the Titan loadout. So you start off, as I say, you've got you've got a, a Titan which accompanies you throughout most of the campaign called BT. Um, and the different thing uh, in in Titanfall Two is that you can unlock different loadouts for this character um throughout the campaign at key points and i think there's eight or maybe six six or eight to unlock um but the cool thing about this is you can flip between them on the d-pad so you can just press left on the d-pad and you choose any sort of any of the different loadouts you've unlocked at any point at all like even in the middle of a battle you can flip between your loadouts and that's awesome because obviously they've got really different um weapons and defenses and uh, there's a there's also a ton of achievements that are tied to killing a titan with each of the core attacks. So each of the loadouts has its own special core attack that gradually builds up over time and based on how much damage you do to the enemy. And when that's fully charged, you can unleash hell. <laughs> and there's a, there's an achievement tied to killing each of uh, killing a titan with each of those different cores. Um, so yeah, the whole thing just just feels just feels amazing. I, I can't. I can't describe how much I'm enjoying it. It's reinvigorated my love for the shooter. <laughs> and the checkpoint, I was going to mention the checkpointing. Wow. That's very generous, isn't it? The checkpointing. Literally, almost every 30 seconds is like a checkpoint thing. So you never feel like you're getting punished and sent back miles. Like it. Every time there's you're coming up to a bit that's you've got a bit of jumpy jumpy to do, um, there will always be a checkpoint immediately before it, so you don't have to go back miles. Yeah, I found that because like I am dying quite a bit. Just I, I, I found quite often that you'll hard. you'll think you've cleared an area because some of the areas are quite large, aren't they? Yes. And you'll think you've cleared an area, then you'll you'll jump out and go heading off to the <laughs> to where you're supposed to go, and then all of a sudden there'll be a guy behind you, just like <laughs> snipe you one shot dead. Or these early on there was one mission. Do you know where early on you're collecting batteries, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through 
It was like underneath the tunnel into a really large open area. Yes. And as soon as I walked out, there was like two snipers on the top, just like yeah. dead. Right, okay. So then you go out and think you killed one, and then, oh, no, there's another one there, dead. <laughs> like, right, okay, now I've got killed two. And then you've got things flying at you and stuff. It gets pretty intense, doesn't it? Because they just... Yeah, yeah, straight away it gets intense. Like, it's, 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 my heart was pounding all the way through. It's just really, really well done. And the, the variety of enemies as well. As you say, you've got, you've got snipers, you've got regular dudes... Um, some of them will be all in, like, have loads of armor. Some of them have got shields. There's like flying drone things. There's these little spider bomb things, which are just horrendous. Yeah, I mean, horrible. how are you going to cope with them when I'm playing it on hard? I've, I've they almost that. always blow me up. I did that inside the. Right, you're in an area track clear sewage or something, is it? Or toxic something, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were coming out everywhere and just like. Oh. <laughs> They yeah, they're, they're evil. And if you and shoot obviously them close got the enemy up, they just kill you, well. don't they? Yeah. <laughs> and, and robots. There's just tons of different enemies, and they've all got they've all got different weapons. It's it's really well done. The variety is amazing. Um, the only negative, it's not even really a negative, the only weird thing about the game that I've found is there's like a dialogue tree, which yeah. just seems totally out of place. So quite often, very regularly, every time you're with your Titan BT, you'll have like a little pair you only have a pair of options so you've got one like which is normally one which is like a serious bit of commentary and one which is like vaguely humorous um so you just choose between them and it's like well <laughs> it, you know it's not an rpg there's no there's no relevance to me choosing either of these it just seems really weird they obviously thought if we put the just the humorous ones in people are going to think it's too cheesy so we'll go with the serious ones as well but we've written all these humorous lines so maybe we'll give people the option and it was just, it's just very very weird Anyway, you're reviewing it for the site, Dave, aren't you? Um, yep. So expect to see the full review soon. Um, but certainly the campaign is awesome. That's my review. One thing, the only probably thing I am feeling let down with, and it's not, it doesn't stop you playing the multiplayer, but the fact that there's only three achievements that I earn in five ah, minutes. Yes, we should talk about the achievements. So most of the achievements are tied to the single player campaign. Um, the vast majority, as you said, there's only three that are tied to multiplayer. One of those is tied to just joining a club, which takes seconds. One of them is for winning your first match, which obviously you've got fifty-fifty chance of doing every time you go online. I can't remember what the third one is, but Customizing they're actually saying, a loadout. Oh right, customizing. Okay, so you can literally do the whole lot in yeah minutes. five minutes. Had done. I mean, and it's, I really enjoyed. Like, it's, it wasn't really a grind for me. Do you know, even though there was some of the achievements in the first one were quite long-winded, the multiplayer yeah. was really fun. So it was like a good incentive that there was achievements to get and I enjoyed the multiplayer. It was a, like great. Whereas this, it's like I don't really know how much of the multiplayer I'm going to go back to because I've done yeah, it. Yeah, because you've done them. Mm. Yeah. Well, we shall see. I mean, the multiplayer's mixed up quite a lot, isn't it? Since I mean, At least if they've they've kept what was in the beta, it was quite a difference to the first. Yeah, it does game. seem quite different. There's quite a few different modes that... In there, there's some modes that I think I enjoyed in the first one that aren't there now. Really? Okay, that's yeah, interesting. And, um, I imagine they'll be supporting this with extra content, so maybe they'll be focused on the um, on the multiplayer. Yeah, definitely. And I think they said you'd, is the the um, future sort of like DLCs are free, I think. Oh! I'm pretty certain, because they said we're not doing it to season pass because everything's free. So Cool. Hopefully more. Okay, well, um, a big thumbs up from me for Titanfall. Um so as I said, when I came into playing Titanfall, <laughs> I was—I had been playing Gears of War four. Uh, Dave, I think you've also been playing this. Yeah. Before I talk about my experiences with it, I probably should mention that I realise it's better to play the game in co-op, um, and I'm currently playing it solo. And I haven't delved into the multiplayer, which is obviously again a massive part of the series. So it's obviously Gears of War four, although it's the fifth in the franchise, which is confusing because there was judgment squeezed in. I was expecting more Gears of War 4, and I mean, that's exact, uh, Gears of War, and that's exactly what I've got. It's a winning formula. You wouldn't expect them to change it too much at this point. But it did strike me pretty early on in this game quite how repetitive it is. Almost every battle that you do is repeated two or three times. And apart from the enemies looking a bit different, there's, there's not much to choose between the battles themselves. You're playing as Marcus Phoenix... Uh, his son, Marcus Phoenix, obviously the star of the first first few games. Um, so his son JD, and at one point JD says, "Here comes even more of them." Hmm. And really, that could have been the entire script. I mean, literally, he could just he could just say that over and over and over again for the entire game. 
<laughs> the main innovation that they seem to have done is to just stick some horde levels right in the middle of the campaign, um, complete with a fabricator that allows you to build, buy defences and build them for the area you're protecting. And you only have a certain amount of cash to, to pay for these defences. It's not quite clear how you got the money or why you've only got 22,000 of it or any of that stuff. It's just like, what? Um, I'm playing it on normal. Um, generally because there's so many as, as you can tell so many other games to play at the moment and I didn't want to spend too long on the campaign so I'm rattling through it on normal and I, I imagine it might be more satisfying playing it on a harder difficulty but really you might to be honest the frustrations that I'm having with the repetitive nature would probably be amplified if I was getting continuously killed as well um, you're playing as a squad throughout most of the game so even if you're playing solo you have a, a few um, cog members with you and to mix it up a bit, there's like a standard gears section where you've got to choose to either go left or right. One of the squad says, we're going to have to split up if we've got any hope of finding this Thatcher. So you, you choose to go one way and the others go the other way, which actually does lead to some different gameplay as you're trying to cover them from a position that's higher up and take out the enemies that are attacking them. But literally that, seconds, that um, section is like two minutes long. And then you immediately rejoin them. And no one ever mentions the splitting up again. It's like, but we've got to split up. <laughs> no, well, we've got to rejoin. Um, so that was <laughs> that was weird. At least it added a little bit of different gameplay to it. There are some positives. Um, the enemy AI is amazing. It's quite possibly the best enemy AI I've ever come across, I think, especially in the shooter. They duck as soon as you start firing on them. They'll adjust their position to get out of your line of sight and, and also adjust positions to get a better shot at you. They'll even charge at you while you're reloading. Um and they help each other up when they're down. So just as your squad do, if you go down, they come and revive you. The enemy, the enemies do that as well. Um, and that, that AI, I think, is, is amazing. Really, really good. Uh, the cover system, as you'd expect, is super, super slick. Now, they've um, obviously, it's what brought the series its acclaim in the first place. And it's been beautifully refined. It's as near to perfect as you can get for a cover system. Moving between covers easy, sliding into covers easy. Most importantly, popping in and out to shoot. It just feels great. Um, at the moment, I'm sort of stuck at, right at the end of Act 3. I think there's five acts. And there's a bit where you get mobbed on a sort of metal gunship type thing. And um, I've played it five or six times and, and died. It's, it's another horde mode, really. <laughs> a section that's just built into the middle of it. But I've... <laughs> Comparing it to Titanfall 2, it's just such a different experience. I feel like I'm, I'm not enjoying it. I'm just, you know, playing it so I can finish the story. Whereas Titanfall 2, I can't wait to get in and, and play the next level. Um, how are you enjoying it, Dave? <laughs> you tell me you, it's your favourite game now. No, uh, it's it's pretty. Like you said, it's it's more gears. So I wasn't. I think all gears have been a bit samey for me, but I, don't, I I've enjoyed. But I. I think the co-op thing is a major thing because I've when I first played Gears One, it bored the hell out of me, and I just left it. And then when Gears Two came out, me taught me into playing it, and we played it in co-op, and it became like one of my favorite games. Yeah, so I, think, I think that's, that's a say, major aspect of it. Is the yeah, I think you're right. Co-op. Maybe we should play them. Where? How far are you through? Um, I'm not totally sure. I think I might be around level two. Um, Act two. Yeah, I haven't touched it a lot since it came out. I played okay. it the first Maybe week we'll, and stuff came out. If you out. get to a bit where there's a barge, like a metal barge thing, and loads of enemies come and kill you repeatedly, give me a shout and we're playing co-op from that right. point onwards. Can you pick up the co-op at any point? Yeah. Because there is actually, when you start the game, it gives you an option of either going solo or co-op, and then it says, do you want to continue? So, um, Yeah, you can I hope people you, in. You can, okay. Right. Um, well, let's try and do that. Uh, have you got any other gears comments? No, I think probably the horde's the most enjoyable bit for me. But ah, which I haven't played yet. Yeah, like we need to get together. Maybe me, you, trees. Did you pick it up, Jack? Uh, no, I haven't picked it up yet. But right. I've just finished the horde mode on Gears of War Two. Oh, so okay. <laughs> I'm a little bit behind. A couple of years. Yeah, no, that's cool. But I'll maybe try. Well, let's do that. Week. Let's let's do a mini horde review for next week. Yeah. So, Jack, I've been talking non-stop for the last 20 minutes you are currently our uhh star having won again in a what looked like it was going to be a tight contest it was something like 12 all as you went into the weekend last week yeah uh, so I, I, 
kind of picked up the list very late, to be honest. I didn't have too much time at the start of the week. And um, I kind of went in with a bit of a tactic to not play that much and try and lull my opponent into a false sense of security, <laughs> which seemingly worked. <laughs> so I um, played quite a few games over the course of the weekend, but didn't pop any achievements. So I basically preloaded. A lot of stuff got it to the point where I could boot up the game play for half a minute and pop the achievement I needed nice. um, so I think it was 3 o'clock on Monday morning just uh, got up and popped 5 achievements in about 10 minutes wow finished it 17 to 12 so very impressive uh, and then you were drawn against a suspicious looking character <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the next round who basically registered an account scored the minimum 5k uh, in incredibly easy games to register, and then has looks like has been playing offline or at least in private mode, um, pretty much every round, and then just turning up at the end and unlocking. Yeah, so it's it's obviously not against the rules, but it's no, kind it's of against the, the spirit of the contest, I think. Personally. <laughs> <Jack wants> but... <laughs> Um, so, um, how are you, have you even started this week's lesson? Uh, well, that demotivated me a little bit, to be honest. Oh. Um, I had, um, I have started Gun yesterday, but I haven't put too much time into that. Okay. Although there is a level skip in it, so there's a developer menu you can access, and you literally jump to any mission at all. It's just like a two-minute job to get any of the achievements I need in it. Okay. So. Hello, is that the investigations team? <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anything you played out of last week that you particularly enjoyed that you hadn't played for a while? Yeah, so I jumped back into Metal Gear Solid, the HD Ooh. collection. Okay. And I haven't played that since back on the PlayStation 2. Mm, nor which was years ago. Uh, so I had quite a few achievements, and well, uh, one achievement in Metal Gear Solid 2, and it was about three hours of gameplay to get to there, but I just forgot how much of an enjoyable game it was. It's kind of one of my first proper gaming experiences, um, and it was reliving that, and it lived up to it. I didn't kind of look back at it and think, oh, it was better in the day. Kind Which of, normally is what people do these days when they go back. Yeah, definitely, definitely. With a lot of remasters that come out, <laughs> but... Um, I was pleasantly surprised at how well it's kind of kept itself over the years. Cool. Anything else? Um, jump back onto Darksiders 2. Uh, that's quite good. And coincidentally, we've got Darksiders 1 releasing as a remastered. Yeah, I saw that today. Yeah. But that's um, pretty good as well. And then just more Lego games. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot. Like, okay, yeah, I'm this. getting pretty sick. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't think of anything worse than just playing Lego. Constantly. <laughs> yeah, I've had at least five Lego achievements in every list so far. I think um, in the same games are mixed across. Uh, some of them are in the same game. So I think the first week I had get to or complete level four in Lego uh, Super Marvel or whatever it is. <laughs> on the 360 and I had the same achievement on the one. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> then week two I got um play uh, I think it was um hold the B button to change into Mr. Fantastic into a teapot in the same game. And then the next week I got that achievement on the one version. So I'm kind of uh, playing the same two games in tandem. That will teach you to stack. Yeah, you yeah. need to stop buying games and play what you've got, I think. I do. Well, I need to stop updating my game collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a rubbish feature. Yeah. Who um, put that in? To um, I've got some other games to talk about. Um, Dave, do you want to talk about Battlefield 1? You've are you still playing that? Or are you finished? Yeah, it? so I've, I've I've got to go back and mop up some collectibles and things. But what I will say is, prob- yeah, it's probably like the best shooter campaign I think I've played. Oh, okay. Because just the way they've done it is so good. It's like instead of being a single character and like normally your players like some kind of super soldier, don't you? Jetting across the world and mm-hmm. defeating whole fortresses of enemies and stuff like that. Whereas this, they're all different characters, so the gameplay is really varied. One one level you're like a pilot, another one you're a tank driver, then you're um, this Italian guy who's like in heavy armor and things like that. So the, the, across the six of them, there's really varied gameplay, and then each of them's kind of got their own characters. So the one way, one way you're the pilot, you play as like some cocky American guy <laughs> who's kind of swindled his way into getting in this plane. 
and like his motivations are all kind of down to him and he's and then at the end of it there's like a bit of a twist to it and things and then like the next one you're playing as this Italian guy who's doing everything purely for his twin brother trying to protect him and things so there's really good and then like the the like that that intro that we talked about when we first played at an AX a few weeks is probably the, the one of the levels that's going to stick with me as long as I'm gaming I think because it was so kind of yeah. Yeah, well done so yeah, if you haven't played the Battlefield One campaign, I really suggest you go through and play. It's really enjoyable. Gameplay is varied, and the best thing about it is, it's kind of a introduction to the multiplayer for people because mm-hmm. it goes through the different elements that you'd be expecting to do in multiplayer. Right. Okay. Yeah. So if you never so played a Battlefield, like I never jump in the planes in Battlefield because as soon as uh, I get into like it, I crash. <laughs> they're impossible. Yeah, so getting a bit, these are a bit easier because they're a bit slower, you know, with them being like biplanes and not yeah, yeah, jets. But in the multiplayer, I'm quite happy to jump into a plane. I don't do very well, but I'll jump around and fly around and have a mess about. So yeah, a little introduction to that. But yeah, definitely recommend Battlefield 1 to anybody who likes shooters. Wow. It's a lot of shooters. So we're currently installing Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, Remastered Edition and Infinite Warfare on the uh, Office Xbox. So we'll bring you news on that next week. Um, but it's a busy time for shooters, isn't it? Yeah, they're all sandwiched together within like a I know, I don't really understand it. Why well, save one till January when it comes out? It's very so strange. far, so good. The two have played like the past couple of weeks have been brilliant. So yeah, yeah for sure. Good. <laughs> Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Watch Dogs 2. So I went to play this. Um, Ubisoft invited me over to Paris to play this um, a couple of weeks ago. And I put a video up on the site uh, last week uh, detailing my experiences. Well, not detailing, actually. It was quite a bit of a brief summary of my experiences with the game. I got to play around three and a half hours of it. So I've had a, a hefty go at the campaign. Um, and they even skipped me forward to a later point in the game as well, about 20 hours in, so I could get a feel of, of how it evolves. Uh, but yeah, it's a huge departure from the first game. So I played a bit of the first game, uh, as usual, uh, probably the first couple of hours, but it didn't really grab me. Um, it's quite a... And it's weird, because that first trailer was like, wow! Yeah. That, that E3 trailer, everyone was like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. Right? <laughs> it's amazing. So of course I fell for the hype and pre-ordered the game, and then when I actually played it, I didn't really enjoy it that much i don't i don't remember exactly why i don't think i thought the car handling was very good um and i think that just put me off because there was quite a bit of driving i think i had to escape the police and it, it immediately i think it's as soon as you get out of there you're in like a football stadium aren't you for the first level and i think um as soon as i got out of that and found that i didn't like the car handling and one of the missions the first thing i had to do was escape from the police i was like Ugh. but the good news is the car handling, among many other things, has been completely redone. So they've got their, um, I think the team's called Reflections. Ubisoft's have an internal, uh, one of their teams is, is called Reflections, and they work on car things. Um, and they've redone all the car handling completely. Uh, so the cars feel amazing, so that's good. Secondly, the location has completely changed. So it was in Boston before, um, and it's now in San Francisco. So it's uh, in the, set in the Bay. It's all sunny. There's no rain anymore. Um, the protagonist is new. So he's like quite a cool guy, quite funny. And the whole feel of the game is completely different to Watch Dogs 1. It's like, it's it's way more GTA than um, the gloom of, of Watch Dogs 1. And it, not GTA 4 either, GTA like 3. <laughs> like very, or Vice City or something. It's just much more bright and loud and fun. Um, and the missions are nice and varied. You can tackle... As usual with Watch Dogs, this is one thing I do remember for the first game. You can approach any mission from a number of different angles. You have, you could either go in like ideally, you do it sort of stealthily. You go and scope the cameras, you hack the cameras, you hack doors to let yourself in. You can either distract um, the guards, you can get their phones to go off, or you can even get their phones to give them a little electric shock, which like stuns them. Um, all the hacking stuff's been like souped up to the max. Uh, there's loads more options, loads more things you can hack. You can even like take control of cars and like drive them around the streets backwards and forwards without even being in them. Um, cause big pileups and stuff like that. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to pick it up. Uh, check out the video. We will try and get some more videos up because I actually captured 
quite a lot more footage than the, the five or so minutes that we put on. Uh, but we do a nice little comparison between Watch Dogs 1 and Watch Dogs 2 in the video so you can see just how different it is. Uh, but I'll try and get some some footage up uh, this week of the like some of the missions in their entirety so um, you can get a, a, a proper feel of, of the game. But I thought I was really impressed by it. I really enjoyed it and I, it's something that wasn't on my radar but now totally is. Because I, I, I didn't see it. I, <clears throat> I hadn't seen the video yet when we been on holiday last week. So Perfect time I'm, to watch a video, isn't it? When we play, Sat around with the kids, do you put the video on. I was actually uploading videos next to the video <laughs> that I dedicated oh, it. Um, obviously, we played it in August and it didn't seem particularly Yeah, polished. so we played, we mentioned this in our Gamescom podcast. We played or we attempted to play some multiplayer levels um for about half an hour but they were they had so many networking issues um that <laughs> like we had to escape or i had one level where i had to try and escape from the opposing team but basically the network immediately went down as soon as the clock started <laughs> so i said i'd won but just because everyone else had been disconnected i was like yes this is the fastest time anybody has ever escaped um to be honest, the focus was much more on the single player at this event. So, uh, although there was like dip in, dip out, I mean, the, the whole world is like online all the time. So you can find other other gamers, and there's stuff that pops up throughout while you're playing. You're like, you don't have to stick to the single player campaign. There's a ton of multiplayer missions that pop up as you're just walking around the city, um, and you can go and do all those things as well. But I was, I was more interested in. I don't know why I was, but at the time I was more interested in trying to get through the campaign as much as possible rather than trying all that stuff out to see if they'd fixed it there were still a few graphical glitches that i noticed but it was nowhere near i mean it was nothing like you you should watch the video because it, 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 it's a completely different game to what we played at gamescom okay. it really was completely different um so yeah i'm i'm gonna i'll stick some more videos up anyway and, and see if you can watch them <laughs> and you'll get a better feel of it um, so that was Watch Dogs 2. I also have started Mafia 3. God, this is just crazy time, isn't it? Mafia 3, I'm probably, f- I don't know, four hours in maybe. And I'm enjoying what, I'm play- what I've played of it so far. It is um, good story, great music, soundtrack's amazing. I'm, I'm really into like Rolling Stones and that era. So a lot of the music's just right up my alley. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. The story seems good, it's quite violent. Um, it's quite challenging. Some of the missions are quite difficult I've found so far, but um, there's one like cool one we go through a fairground and you're chasing this guy through a fairground. There's loads of enemies. That's all really fun. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm loving it so far, but obviously apparently <laughs> within about two hours, I'm going to, I'm going to hate it. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm dreading, dreading <laughs> that moment appearing. Have you had any of the uh, weird glitches and bugs and things going on yet? I've had one weird glitch. So there's a level early on where you're trying to break into uh, a bank vault and you, I think it's your dad actually blows a hole in the floor of the bank vault to get you out. And there's like tunnels beneath. Um, and you get in a boat and then you, you, you speedboat along uh, this sort of underground tunnel with police boats chasing you. Yeah. Um, and I was within the tunnel, like within about 10 seconds. It's a long old tunnel. It goes on for ages. Within about 10 seconds, the screen just went bright white like super 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 bright white i couldn't I literally couldn't see anything apart from white i'll be the sun coming through the, <laughs> the <laughs> but it 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 took about 30 seconds to go back to normal and it gradually stuff gradually came in but i was still playing like all the sound was still going um I, you know they were shooting me i was everything else was still happening but um it was just impossible to see anything it was just bright white unfortunately the tunnel was completely straight so i didn't <laughs> it didn't crash or anything but it was just really weird and it took for oh and it also um i've been in a room where it's been raining in the room uh, yeah we're inside in someone's room so that was a bit strange but apart from that and then, to be honest it doesn't it's not like oh this has ruined the game for me it's just that's quite funny <laughs> it's raining inside your house mate you might want to go and have a look at the roof um but no, I'm, I'm, I've really enjoyed what I've played so far. But as I say, um, the general consensus is it will it will fall off a cliff very soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, finally, I spoke about this a while ago. I've been playing some more Mantis Burn Race. We've got it in the office as like a quick lunchtime game to rattle through. Um, 
and it's getting a bit tedious now. I'm, I'm quite a long way through the game, but it's very same. And it's just too easy. Like, I, I win pretty much every single race. I think I've come second once in about a hundred races, which is you know that's not really fun. I mean, he's, I, maybe I'm just too good. He, uh, <laughs> but really, it's too, too it's modest too long. as well. <laughs> and the further you get, the longer the the tracks and the challenges seem to take so it's like uh. plus there's a ton of online achievements that i think i'm not going to be able to get like there's one for beating someone that's 25 levels above you and i've now got to the point where i'm beyond level 25 and i think the level cap's 50 so i think that is now unobtainable for me unless i start a new game um so i don't think it's even completable plus with everything else going on i'm just like well it's on the back burner i might play it a little bit in the office but apart from that no um any other games? Dave, you're playing Forza Motorsport 2 still. Why are you doing that? Well, I'd, I've evened up my gamer score now. Was that the... Oh, that was that the That was the, the point I did. Well, it was on my card with very few achievements popped in it, so it always annoyed me because is always easy and it? it's just a grind. Yeah. Um, and then the fact that Overcooked destroyed me, nice round numbers, and then I had a couple of odd numbers left in this. So I thought I'd do it, but it's a bit annoying because it's just for buying cars, so you've just got to sit yeah. grinding out races. But the good thing is you can hire a driver. Uh, yeah, it's just so weird, isn't it? I've, I think in the space of two weeks, I've pretty much done most of the single-player achievements, just going, hire a driver, start race, then watching TV or getting on with something else, and then just popping back. It's endurance races, so you come back after an hour, yeah. start it again. So like me 360 just constantly on... Just, just, <laughs> it's just it's got fortune in electricity yeah, bills. Um, okay, so you're enjoying watching that happening out the yeah, corner of your eye. But do you know what really amazes me? <laughs> how how good it actually looks, considering how old yeah, it is. Yeah, there's not sure. a, apart from some of like the finer details in terms of like the crowds and some of the mm, yeah, yeah, the like trees different. and things around the track. There doesn't seem a great difference between that and like Forza Motorsport Four. Yep. So, but so well done, turn ten for that. <laughs> well, of course, turn ten. Um, I think that's it from what we've been playing. Gosh, what yeah. an epic! What we've been playing session. Um, and it's probably got a load more to talk about next week as well. Let's move on to site news. Um, hoodies. You've got four days left, I think, um, and we won't be putting these on again for at least another year, probably. So I say. Probably just in case we actually do, but unlikely to be putting these on for another year. Get your hoodies. They're awesome. Uh, they are very nice quality. I'm wearing one now. I might make a video of me turning around for you all to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lady. Um, yes, you've got a few days left, so uh, get on it if you want one. Dave, two contests we are currently running. Two big contests. Yes, so we teamed up with Numskull again. Uh, they did the Mafia 3 contest uh, a few weeks ago. Got some Titanfall 2 officially licensed merchandise available. We've got uh, another mug, which looks quite nice. The prizes came yesterday, so I had a quick look through. I love the look of that mug. I was going to get one of them. Yeah, there's a nice mug. There's uh, one of them trendy snapback hats that all the kids are wearing who are down with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I better get one of them as well then. And then unfortunately, they'd run out of the console skins. Yeah, we're going to get a console skin again, but uh, we've got some like thumbstick things if they're your thing. But yeah, nice quality. And then if anybody's interested in it, they've got quite a range of products as well. So there's like a a 10% discount code we've got as well if you fancy buying anything from the store at all. And they do some really cool Christmas jumpers if you've seen them. They do, they do. Uh, And we we get 10% off them if you're a TA member and use that code. So there you go. And then we, yesterday we launched a contest. Well, it's not even a contest. It's grab them. 10,000 yeah. 10, closed in inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> um, gigantic beta codes. So we still got, I think we're at about 3,000-ish or something like that. Gone. So there's still quite a few. Wow, uh, that's a lot in... Yeah, almost. it's not even 24 hours yet. Wow. And the good the good thing is if you get in the beta for this, it's going to work. That code will work for all subsequent betas that they do. So Yes. So even if you can't play in this one, it's worth grabbing one now. And if you did play it, like cause it was a, they were doing this like a year ago with the betas, um, and then they got in a bit of financial trouble and they got sort of like bought again. But when we spoke to the guy at Gamescom, quite a lot has changed from yeah. how yeah. it was. So if you jumped in it then and think you know all about it, it might be worth checking it out again. Cool beans. So um, you will notice 
Well, there's we'll put a link to the story up, but there's also a little thing that pops up in the bottom of the window uh, on the site if you want to grab one of those codes, which can be closed. Which can be closed. <laughs> yes, we've put hours of development into making our own version of that, so you can actually close it. The Gleam one just um, disappears once and then comes back the next time you visit, whereas this will go forever. So, uh, well done us. Uh, regular site news. Okay, there was quite a bit. Not regular cause... site news. Regular news. We've done site news. Because we haven't been here for a couple of weeks, I've put a few of the more popular ones from the week before. But yes. this week got some Project Scorpio news. Mm. So it was just over Twitter. Phil, some user asked um, Phil Spencer if the Project Scorpio, if the, the backwards compatible games will still work on that. And he confirmed they will. So it looks like they're really supporting that. And hopefully as we go forward, we'll be able to just keep our games and keep playing them. Yeah. Through all the different consoles that we I get. mean, we all sort of assumed this was going to happen, yeah. but it's nice to have it confirmed. Nice to be confirmed. So that's that for Project Scorpio. Um, Microsoft now lets you pay for digital purchases using <laughs> your uh, phone contract billing. Um, it's not available on every network currently, but they are going to expand it. There's, um, what is it? I think there's about 10 different operators who currently signed up if you're in the uk there's o2 um can't see any in america yet but i'm presuming that's going to grow as they do it quite useful i guess if you don't want to put your card on your account exactly. and that's that kind of thing i mean and it's yeah I, th- I think in the old days it was quite hard to remove a card yeah it was yeah, yeah. and it's, and it's a if you're like me and sit in the house all day you don't want to go out and buy a card a prepaid card so it might work yeah. well so that, interesting that Forza Horizon 3, uh, new expansion's been teased. Yes. And this one is looks like it's going to be set in the winter in some snow. It certainly does. So, yeah, Ralph uh, from Playground put up a little picture last week, and everyone just went nuts. All it was was a picture of a car with some snow under its wheel. Yeah. <laughs> the world went mad. Um, Saying that, though, if so, it's anything like Storm Island was probably oh, one of the best DLCs. It is. So uh, yeah, so uh, that is definitely, and it's coming this year, I think they said. Yeah. The year. Um, we hope to bring you more news on that very soon. Yes. Oh, EA Access. Had oh some yeah. Good news. EA Access. So both Mirror's Edge, Mirror's Edge, the original one, which is obviously now back compat, and Mirror's Edge Catalyst is coming to the EA Access Vault next week. Woohoo! Because I still haven't started Catalyst yet, so I'm very looking forward to that. That's even more value for money. Yeah, I know. Yeah, access is. I mention it every time, but I just can't quite believe how cheap it is for what it is. It it's is brilliant. awesome. It's well worth it. The only it. downside is, I suppose, that we didn't get the. Um, there was no discount for Titanfall, and there was no ten hour. I suppose if if you had ten hours with Titanfall, you'd probably finish the campaign. Yeah. Um, but I was a bit disappointed there wasn't even a discount for it. Because uh, normally you get ten percent off digital mm. versions, that would have saved me five pound fifty. <laughs> Alas, no. <laughs> uh, but generally, yeah, access is is amazing and well worth the dosh. And you don't, to be honest, you don't. I there's some games that I've bought brand new that have sort of, you know gone into the uh, access vault, but they take a little while, don't they? So it doesn't feel. Oh like yeah. Them. Well, when did Catalyst come out? Uh, early this year. Was it March or something like that? Yeah. So this is actually this is relatively quick. Only eight months. That's. That's quite quick. Like normally, the sports titles obviously they don't go in until the next one is out. Yeah. Normally, but like uh, unravels in there. There's 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 a lot of and they're quite varied, aren't they? Some of them now, especially now. Mirrors as you've got Plants vs Zombies went in in August, I think the second one of those. There's quite a lot in there. So I bet there's quite a few people just paying. You know that you can buy it monthly, can't you? Yeah. Just to like, I bought a month of it just to get. A week, you know, ten hours of fee for a week early. Yeah, and yeah. Like that. So yeah. I bet a lot of people do that. <laughs> it costs yeah. well. Yeah, bonus that Battlefield came out shortly after. Um, next one, Watch Dogs 2 Season Pass has been detailed. Um, it's going to cost $39.99 US dollars, $29.99. That's a lot, for isn't it? Us. That's, crazy. That's almost another game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is expensive, but it's looks a big like old game as well. Like the normal base game. I mean, they, I think they when they skipped me forward to Mission 14 or whatever it was, they said, I think. This is somewhere around twenty hours in, so that's obviously a massive base game as well. Yeah, one DLC pack is going to be called Human Conditions. That's Ooh. spring twenty seventeen. 
Okay. There's uh, one called No Compromise, which again is due to show up in spring of next year. Uh, Root Access Bundle, which will be coming the end of this year. And then uh, there's a, for people who buy the pass on day one, there's a psychedelic pack, which gives you weapons and skins and things. Woo! So, I mean, I like the idea of a season pass, but people are going to be expected to buy this then before they've even played the game. I've stopped buying them just because yeah. every time I buy one, it goes on sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you get Telltale doing it every time because I think the first episode of Minecraft's now free, isn't it? I think. Yes, it is. Yeah. So and did the first episode of Batman go free recently or something? Yes, I think it did mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then I, I remember when I bought the Titanfall one and then they made it within like it went on the sale, then it went on a sale again a few days later, even cheaper, then it went free. So like, I'm just not bothering. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've no idea. We obviously we don't know what's going to be in those in the Watch Dogs Two content there, but um, you can't recommend paying another thirty pounds or forty dollars for something until you've actually tasted the game a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. I mean, I liked it, but I'm not going to shell out thirty pound for a season pass. It's a growing enough, trend though, as well. And most DLC packs tend to be naff. To be fair. Yeah. So unless you're playing it just for the achievements, sometimes I don't even bother with DLC just because I, I think- can't. With the season passes, you generally get a lot more, well, not a lot more content, but the DLCs in it are usually quite content heavy. It's not just kind of a couple of character skins, and it's going to be a substantial amount of gameplay in it, like campaign or multiplayer maps. But it's still, it's pretty expensive, because the other highest one I've seen, I think, was Call of Duty. That was about 25 quid, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. Mm. What for Black? That was the last Black Ops, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's the last Black Ops season pass, and I thought, wow, that's pretty pricey. But, but you like know what you're gonna, you, at least you know what you're going to get with those, though. You know you're going to get yeah, your various you, zombies. It's your zombies, and then a couple of multiplayer really maps. Sure. I mean, there is a trailer for it on the site. Um, we'll link the story so you can have a look at the trailer and see if it's something that you might like. But um, yeah, I th- I'm, I'd be surprised if they get much take up on that. Yeah. And then yesterday we picked up, and I don't even think this had been announced previously. No. Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare Remastered are actually on Windows 10 Store. Yeah. Tell us about it, Jack. So it was a little bit of a shock, really. We um, (laughs) were just sitting about having a quiet evening, and suddenly two lists popped up. Um. But some more news has well, some more news has came out about it um, via the support section of the Activision website now. Yeah. So they've posted some system requirements on there, um, and some information in terms of uh, compatibility and support with other platforms. So if you are looking at picking up a Windows Store version, one big note is that it doesn't support Xbox Play anywhere. So if you want to play it on the Xbox One and the Windows Store to get both sets of achievements, you'll need to buy them buy it twice buy both of the games twice but it means the lists are stackable yeah it means the lists are stackable though which is one positive I suppose Um, and if you are playing on Windows Store version you can only play with other people on the Windows Store version of the game that's pretty big so that's quite a big limitation because you imagine a user base on Steam or other services other just PC services you cut off from all of those people yeah. It is a it's a bit of a weird one. I, it's mm. like it's like they've seen the Windows Anywhere thing and gone, oh, we can just port the game over really easily, mm-hmm. and then not quite grasp the facts. <laughs> and maybe we can get another eighty quid out of people to buy both <laughs> yeah. games. Again. Yeah, so you should work in marketing. <laughs> they've kind of seen the light of this opportunity, then gone. How can we grab more money out of it though? Yeah. We'll do two sets of achievement lists. Well, you're going to be playing on your own, aren't you? I can't see many people are going to buy it, especially if you can buy it on Steam, where you know there's going to be a lot of players. Yeah. And then you're going to you're not going to buy the game that's got announced the day before it come out, are you? To play with three people in multiplayer. That was one of the things I found odd for, like pretty much no announcement for it just appeared. Yeah. You think they would have been pushing it for a couple of weeks at least to try and drum up support, but imagine all the people that have already pre-ordered it on the Xbox One. Just yeah. to get the achievements, and they could have bought it on the Windows Store. Yeah, very um, strange. But they seem to do that a lot, like that Transformers game that just suddenly appeared out of nowhere with no announcement. Yeah, 
I, I don't know what they're doing there. Maybe we should go working in the marketing department or something. <laughs> if you need some consultants, <laughs> we could do it. Right, and then there was a couple from last week that I thought were notable. Um, Evolved, they announced, what was it, maybe a couple of months ago that they were going to go free-to-play. Yeah, it was, it's, they've been free on the PC for a couple of months, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, so they, they started testing it on the PC. On well, they've, they've now seem to have sacked it off completely. Turtle Rock have been removed from working on the game at all anymore. Um, it is still free to play on PC. It's going to be there, but they've not going to bring it to the console. I don't think this. I think they said something like they might do in the future type thing, but I can't see it happening. That was a game that was really pushed, though, wasn't it, by Microsoft earlier, like early yeah. in the Xbox One's life, and it just didn't seem yeah. to take off. So a shame, but there you go. No free to play evolved. I won't be crying about it. <laughs> and then uh, speaking of Gears of War we've got the first set of new maps are coming in this month now November so two classic maps check out and dry dot there from previous games and is that paid? I can't uh, for season pass holders yeah. and then a week later for everyone else so okay still and, paid though presumably yeah and that is it for the news. Do, do, do. Oh, hang on. Mass Effect trailer. All right. Do, 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 do. <laughs> N7 day. In three days, a uh, new Mass Effect trailer for Andromeda is hitting. N7 on November 7th. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Mass Effect day. Right. Um, I'm excited about that. Dave's obviously less. <laughs> yeah. He's ignored it twice. That surprises me because I <laughs> wouldn't think Mass Effect would honestly be your style of game because it's kind uh, of quite RPG dialogue heavy and I don't know yeah. if this is obviously going to follow suit I didn't like the first one but 2 and 3 I thought were amazing Okay, I never got uh, past the first one I never got past like the first couple of levels of the first one I just like, no I didn't either played the first and second but didn't play the third the second one's amazing in the Absolutely. first one I just one remember games mm, ever. the first one I just remember being stuck in this big massive building like this glass building thing i don't know where it was it's was like a, the city or something in the game the citadel that's it and i just like wandering around trying to find people and thought yeah yeah I'm that gonna, stuff was dull. i'm gonna play call of duty i think <laughs> <laughs> awesome um well i was excited about that so <laughs> i put it in there um back compact news yeah. a fair amount this week actually. quite a lot actually uh so Big games as well Mm, yeah, first up we had um, Blue Dragon, which is an RPG, one of the yeah, kind of... actually very popular RPG. Yeah, it was one of the core games on my 360. Um, but quite a lot of players, I think 37,000 players, which is uh, quite a lot. Then we had Limbo, which seems like a very odd choice because you've already got <laughs> Limbo on the one as a separate... Just, like, give it away. Yeah, they basically gave it away to everybody, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I think it was day one yeah, day originally. One. Okay. And then I think, didn't it go Games of Gold later anyway? Can't remember. I think it yeah, might have gone Games sure. of Gold as well. So I'd... pretty much if you haven't got Limbo now on your Xbox One, then what have you been doing? Yeah. And then after that, we had a few more titles hit. Um, we had Shred Nebula and Rage and Yay! Killer is Dead. Little round of applause for Rage for being something that I played in UHH last time and really enjoyed. Um, I don't know anything about Killer Is Dead or Shred Nebula. I need sure. to go back to Rage. I think I started playing it, like jumped in on like the hardest difficulty because it was an achievement for it. And then I got to a section of the game where I ran out of ammo. <laughs> and yes, was stuck happened. at a checkpoint, and I just I couldn't do anything. I just, every time I reloaded checkpoint. Didn't have enough ammo to kill anybody and just got pummeled, oh, so I might start that again. Oh, quick mention of checkpoints. So I mentioned on Titanfall 2 about the checkpointing being very generous. Um, just exactly what you've just said happened to me. So I was there's a bit where you're sort of in this virtual... I don't know whether it's training or something, but there's all sorts of enemies that get thrown in to you. And I was just basically respawning right next to a Titan an enemy titan uh, <laughs> over and over again so it took me about eight goes to get away from him to the point where he wouldn't actually be able to shoot me but that's something to be wary of because i don't know how you would fix that you can't really rodeo it <clears throat> audio rodeo 
You Rodeo the Titan. Oh, yeah. I haven't done any of that. I forgot about you could doing that. That's a good point. How do you go about doing that? Walk Just up to jump one of up them. Press. All right. There jump, we go. Rip off its panel. Helpful hints and tips on gaming from the True <laughs> Achievements podcast. Um, achievement list. Wow. Have you got another half an hour for these? Yeah, I've had a lot. Two okay. weeks off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's just go through the biggies one. first. So, obviously, all the games we've spoken about today pretty much have, well, that weren't already on the site. So, Timefall 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and Infinite Warfare on both Xbox One and Windows 10. Um, all of those four games are, f- or five games, are 50 achievements uh, for 1,000 Gs. We also had Elder Scrolls. Skyrim Special Edition, which is 75 achievements, and I think it's 1,500? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it includes all the DLC released for the games. Right, so. okay. And then we've got a load of other games, so Jack, run us through the others. Yes, we've got Saturday Morning RPG, uh, which is an indie title, and it's got a crazy amount of achievements, 85 achievements. Wow. For 1,000 games gone, they all look incredibly grindy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of do 10 of this, do 100 of this, do 1,000 of this. What we need to do is we need to hype it up for Rich so he buys it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is one of the best games I've ever played. RPG stands for Rocket Propel Grenade. It's basically Titan for free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next we had Your Toy, which is a Chinese exclusive. It's an Escape the Room style game, 22 achievements. Um, then Monster Jam Crush It, 30 achievements. Ginger Beyond the Crystal, 11 achievements. Mark McMorris, Infinite Air, <laughs> snowboarding title. For, game, which is not reviewing well on TA currently. Mm, 41 achievements. And Just Dance 2017, 40 achievements. Dragon Ball Xenoverse, 50 achievements. Then Xena Raid, with 13 achievements. And interestingly, a 360 release, which uh, is quite rare now, a mm. Bullet Soul Infinite Burst, which has already been kicking about in Japan for a while, but it got a re-release for North America. That's 49 achievements. Are you stacking that then, Jack? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's a shoot um, rubbish at them. So, um, after that, Exiles End with 11 achievements, then Super Dungeon Bros., 27 achievements. That one's currently on the Games of Gold promotion. Um, yeah, uh, you can tell because it's around about 8,000 TA at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then Motor Racer 4, 50 achievements. Um, quick point on Motor Racer 4. So I saw the trailer for this about three weeks ago, and I was like, I'm definitely getting that game. But I couldn't find any information about pricing. Um, and it finally hit the store yesterday. Yesterday mm-hmm. morning, I think. Um, so I checked it out and I was thinking right in my head I'd already worked out my pricing boundaries so if it's £12 uh, which is probably 15 bucks these days uh, I'll definitely get it if it's £20 then I'll be 50-50 on it I might see if there's like a trailer it's actually £32 <laughs> which is around what 45 bucks, probably yeah. um, and I imagine a lot of the cost of that is paying for the VR development on PlayStation. So the full game is playable in PlayStation VR uh, on the on the PS, obviously. Uh, but it's the same price, uh, which seems a little bit... So we should get 50% off because we only get one screen instead of two then, don't we? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think... Because I think it looks really good. It's right. You know, it's a, it's a motorbike racing game. Looks really fast, fun, uh, a bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think playing it in VR would be <laughs> mind blowing. Actually, I might pick it. I might pick it up on PlayStation instead, and then if it's if really you, good, um, it it's quite a bit cheaper so. physically. If you have a look around some yeah, websites, yeah, you can get it for about twenty four quid. I think if you want to write the review, the code's just come through. Oh, okay. <laughs> can I write a really brief review? Yeah. <laughs> have we got it on PlayStation to review? Good to record you throwing up after the VR experience. <laughs> it's good, but only one screen. Yeah, it needs more VR. <laughs> um, okay, and then finally we had Telltale Collection Batman yeah. uh, on Windows 10. So that's um, it. That's 30 achievements in total, but only one of the packs is available at the minute. There another I assume one. the others will be releasing soon. And then seen, it'll all go through and Dave will complain. Yeah, they've seen that um, anywhere gone sack it we're going to charge him again and then it's going to be on sale in like three weeks <laughs> <laughs> crazy 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 so um uh, we won't there's a load of dlc that's hit as well we won't bother talking about that 
Because <laughs> I can't. There's just too many, too many achievements. Um, <clears throat> right, new releases. So <laughs> today is Call of Duty Day. Um, Modern Warfare Remastered and Infinite Warfare are out today. Uh, next week we have Cartoon Network Battle Crashers, Xenoraid. I think both of these you just mentioned as we get the achievement list for. Um, and do 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 do. Yesterday Origins is out next Thursday, and then next Friday we have the big title Handball Seventeen. No, only joking. The big title Dishonored Two, and Handball Seventeen is also releasing on Friday. Um, so it's still crazy. Crazy, crazy time, but we are starting to wind down a little bit. Until you see uh, the week after. I know, until you see the week after, which has <laughs> the Assassin's Creed collection and Watch Dogs 2 uh, and It'll Due 2 and Road Rage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, continues to be a bit crazy. I hope you're all enjoying gaming now. It's still like the golden part of the year. Hmm. Um, I've certainly. I'm, I can't wait to get back into Titanfall, but there's also lots of other stuff that I'm enjoying. I'm behaving myself this year. Normally, I just buy everything and then Don't well, like a, then play like it makes two more missions. Sense, uh, yeah, I'm saving That's some for Christmas. Like saving some back. Like yeah, I'm going to save um, Battlefield One and FIFA to ask for for Christmas presents because they're the type of games that at least my family would be able to find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, your missus will come back with like FIFA 15 or something. Oh, FIFA 15 and Star Wars yeah. Battlefront. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll take Battlefront actually. I still don't think that. Um, so that's it for another crazy week of gaming. Um, I will be able to talk to you a bit about Steep next week, uh, but I can't at the moment. And uh, I look forward to, to doing that. And hopefully, we'll have played a bit of Horde on Gears 4 and finished the campaign in Titanfall, Gears, and. Cod. Uh, Call of Duty, yeah. Oh, it's not unlikely that we're going to have done all of that. But um, we'll give it our best shot and we'll catch up with you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. Laters. Catch you later.